0: Hello. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. This is Moisi Racklin here, and I am with a very special guest today. Her name is Miss Karen Gussain. And she is joining us today to share with us her story, how she overcame trauma. She went from trauma to triumph. So she's here to share her wonderful story with us. Hi, Karen. How are you?
1: Hi, how are you doing? I'm excited to be on here. Thank you for inviting me. And I hope my story will help someone and encourage them today.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much for showing up. I hope I didn't mess your last name up up too bad.
1: (laughs) No, that's fine.
0: So so go ahead and tell the audience your first and last name.
1: It's Karen (laughs) Gosain.
0: All right. All right.
1: (laughs) You did did well. You did well. You did well.
0: Thank (laughs) Thank you so much. It's an honor to have Karen here with us on the show. I have been trying to get Karen on for a very long time now. And so she's here today, so we're going to welcome her. Now tell us a little bit about where you're from and how you grew up.
1: Okay, I was born in Singapore. I lived out there for five years. I was born to parents in the Air Force. Then we came back to England. Um, spent some time living in America and Atlanta and New York so yeah
0: how fun enjoy that yeah, yeah. so where where do you reside right now at the moment
1: in United Kingdom United. Great Britain
0: Yes, that's probably why it took us so long to connect I don't know <laughs> but I'm, I'm happy we're, <laughs> we're here, here
1: tonight we're here tonight <laughs>
0: yes we are what time is it there where you're at
1: um it's 11 five now I p.m read.
0: yes Steve, that's called being very loving and, and it just ready to go she's she's loving and she's ready to go she's ready to tell her story at 11 o'clock at night hello so <laughs> tell us about the story that you would like to share with the audience
1: i think my story it's got many components to it but The story that I'd really like to talk about is just my recovering from stage four thyroid cancer. And in August, I'll be three years cancer free. And I just wanna encourage anybody or any family members with my story because cancer just doesn't affect you. It affects your family, your loved ones, the community, your church. Every single person is impacted by cancer. And I just really want to say that cancer is a personal journey to everyone. Everyone is different. Everyone handles it different. And it's one day at a time. Just like when you're in recovery, you take one day at a time. Yes. That would be my words of encouragement to everybody. Sometimes you can't explain to people how you feel because unless they've gone through it themselves, they're not going to understand.
0: Yes. So, what you just can you share with us some of the signs? How did you first find out about this?
1: Wow. Well, well, I was in America on a three month contract and I began to get really, really quite tired. And it was quite hot in Atlanta. And I was thinking, mm, I didn't want to go out in the evenings. I was getting tired. I was thinking, something's not right here. Then I came back to England and um, a couple months later, I got. Bell palsy and my face was paralyzed so the right side of my face was completely paralyzed I had to learn to eat to speak and to drink while in the hospital they said um let's do a CT scan and then they said oh we think you've got a thyroid problem and COVID had hit so treatment was slowed down in Great Britain and then I saw the um surgeon and he said i'm going to send you for some biopsies and i had eight on each side and i was like wow and the next week he said i'm going to operate and take your thyroid out went to have the operation and he said um we spotted something we're going to take the complete thyroid out they took it out never got told i had cancer about 4 months later i received a call from the surgeon covid had hit the world and we weren't going out and everything. And he turned around and said to me, I wanna tell you, you've got cancer. I'm sorry, I have to tell you that on the phone. And then it was like, you can't have treatment because we're not doing the treatment you need and you're gonna have to wait. And um, you've got stage four and we're gonna sweep the last of the cells. So it was quite a lot of trauma in that short space of time. So I came off the phone and I was quite shocked and I thought, has he got the wrong notes? Is he talking about me? And I remember just staying calm and thought, I'm going to have to take this one day at a time.
0: So before this happened, did you ever have any thyroid problems? No. You had never been told by a doctor that you had any kind of complications with your thyroid Wow. So you're, you've been told this, this happened in 2019? Yes. And then after that, you were told, okay, you have stage four cancer, nothing, they can't do anything to treat you. What happened after that? What took place? What, what, what did they see? Wow.
1: So about three months later, I got a phone call, and they said that the government had opened up the treatment, and that I was first on the list, and I went in to see them, and they said that I would be in a private room for five days, I was going to have radioactive iodine treatment, and they were quite honest with me, they said, we don't know if you're going to survive it, because it's quite a harsh treatment, you're in a private room, you're given this pill, and I was going to have a very high dosage, and if anything happens to you in that room, they can't help you, because of you're both. in a room, yeah, because you're radioactive, and all they do is they bring your food, put it on a plate, um, put it there for you. They give you anti sickness, and I remember going in, being able to walk, and I remember coming out in a wheelchair. Right. Did they? And treat, you, but
0: did they treat you this way because of COVID?
1: No, this is what the treatment is. Okay. You're in a private room. Okay. Yeah. You're in a you're going
0: through all this by yourself because of COVID, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah. And you're you're in this room because that's the way they do the treatment. And then every hour they turn you over to scan you to see how radioactive you are. And then at the end of the treatment, when your radioactive goes down, you have a scan, but you don't find about the scan for a couple weeks. Yeah. But it takes about a whole year to find out the results.
0: Okay, so Karen, take us back a little bit. Before you found out that you have this, were only feeling a little tired. Yes. That's it. Nothing else. Any other? No, that was it.
1: Just felt a little bit tired. Thought I had a really muscly neck, and um, didn't realize that all the cancer was sitting in my neck. Oh no. Yeah,
0: And then after you get diagnosed, they they tell you that they don't even know if you're going to survive. So here we are. What were these feelings and all the thoughts that you were going through?
1: Well, I'm a woman of faith and I believe in God. So I had to lean into God and ask him to support me through this. It was very traumatic for my family. I didn't tell them that they didn't. um, They said that I wouldn't survive treatment because I just thought that was just gonna bring another negative spin on what was going on. I didn't even tell my friends, I limited the people that I told because I knew this was gonna be a personal journey. And it was a journey that had to be a very intimate journey with me and God and a very few selected people in my life.
0: My goodness. So that's how you overcame that, because you're spiritual, literally you turn to your higher yes higher person the most high and that yes help you get through yeah anyone from church or are you married do you have children
1: i'm divorced no children no No.
0: children okay so it was literally just like few people that you told and yeah kept it there
1: yeah
0: went spiritual and so tell us what was, what were some of the things that you had to go through? Did you?
1: Well, uh, just.
0: Because you're, uh, you're a single parent, I mean, single woman, right? So yeah. how did you survive? Most people would wanna say, like, how did, how did you get through that? Cause someone's probably getting diagnosed right now. And how did, how did you get through that financially? Who did you, how did you, how, what were there what were some of the complications? How did you
1: cope with everything by explaining to people they're going? Mm. Um, England has a very good infrastructure in the fact that the cancer hospitals have support um that they can support you with, and there's counseling, the church, the pastors. I didn't really tell the congregation didn't want them to know because you want to have a victory you want a story that's a victory and you want people speaking life into your life Mm -hmm. and when you're facing you you have to overcome so much you don't want when people hear stage four they think let's plan a funeral and I wasn't ready for a funeral and God wasn't ready for me to go anywhere so I think it's very important that We have to dig deep and I would say you take things one day at a time. You be realistic. If you're in pain, you know, not everybody's going to understand the pain that you get from treatment where your whole body aches and you can't move and, and you're tired and you're vomiting and you feel sick and you've lost muscle tone and even holding onto the wall can be difficult or even going to the toilet can be difficult. So, you lean onto the people that can support you. And you just have to get the inner strength to take it one day at a time. That's what I would say. And there are times when you can't explain to people. There are times when you don't need to explain to people. There are times when you don't have to give an explanation about how you feel. There's times when you cry. There's times when you celebrate. There's times when every emotion it's like a volcano you want to scream and you have to put your music on, close your eyes, take deep breaths and walk that journey because yeah. at the end of the darkest place there is always light yes
0: yeah. that's right that and you are standing right here and this is the testimony like you are telling it this is your story. But the story that's happened to you is for someone else. That's that's by Dr. Cheryl Witt. That's what she says. That the story, the story that you that you have, Mm -hmm. is for some. It happened to you, but it's not for you. It's for someone else, and that's why you're sharing this. And I know that you said before that, so it was in your throat, and so you weren't able to eat.
1: I, I had to learn to swallow again. So for a long time, there's this liquid nutrition drink that we use in England it's called Ensure it's high it's got everything in it Um, I was on that for a long long time then I had to learn to eat soft foods and I had a speech therapist that would sit and watch me eat and chew every week to see because it was quite dangerous because when you swallow it can go into your lungs Learn. I used to drink out of a baby's bottle, had a straw, just like a little infant.
0: So when a doctor tells you that you have stage four cancer, do not look at it as if it's your time to leave here. That's just telling you what it is that you have, but that's not telling you that it's the end for you. Not at all. Like yeah. you, you will no. get through this, but you have to have a yeah. faith in in yourself and really work the program. And do all the things that you should do, not fall into depression because I you were depressed at times, right? But you still kept moving. You still had a higher conscious telling you, saying to you that you're gonna pull through this, you're gonna get through this. This isn't the end for you. And I think a lot of times that people they they when they get this diagnosis from the doctor, right? They feel that it's the end. And then they they go into that of whatever it is they've been told that they have. And they let that take the best of them mentally. They go uh-huh. into deep, deep, deep depression. And when you're sick like that, you don't want to go into deep, deep depression. You want to do the things that you said, find music, cry, tell a few people to help you get through the storm. Because on the other side of that, darkness is a light waiting for you. And that's, what it, that's what's so important you so you have you had to drink out of bottles you had to go back into that infant stage again right yeah we're told that you might not make it but here you are today why are you still here today
1: well I think um the blessing upon my life the favor the belief system that I have the people that prayed for me the people that spoke into my life I remember someone you know, in my darkest moment said, what do you want out of this? Is it a testimony to help other people? Is it a story that you can tell? And I remember saying to myself, God, what do you want from me? You know, I'm asking you to heal me right now. Let me be able to help others who are going through this journey. Let me be able to touch their lives my season is not over. You didn't bring me this far. And I remember going for a scan and it was probably a year later. And um, when I had treatment, I lost my saliva glands, the use of my saliva glands. And I remember going um, to have the scan and my face was swollen because my saliva glands got infected. And I thought, has it come back I remember sitting outside crying and crying and crying and saying God surely you will not bring me this far surely there must be a testimony I remember going into the room and the doctor trying to scan me but I was crying and crying and he was like Karen can you stop crying and I was like and he said, there's no cancer but I didn't hear that because I was crying so much. It was like the volcano was over with the emotions. Yeah, And it was the letting go, the letting go and being prepared for a new season. I remember the doctor said, Karen, I can't see anything on the scan. And I was like, and he was like, Karen, I can't see anything on the scan. Did you hear me? And he said again, Karen, did you hear me? And I said, yes, I heard you.
0: Wow. That's deep. So what what, what took place? Because like you said, you said you, you had to prepare yourself for what you were getting ready to do next. So what was that feeling and what took place after that? Because he gave you another shot at life.
1: Wow. I think um, my mindset changed. Life is one day at a time. And I'm open to new experiences, to doing new things. I changed from a business coach to coach coach who helps people with trauma and leads them to a brand new you. Um, Joyful, joyful, joyful. Appreciating people, appreciating the flowers, the smell, the birds, the world that we live in. Try not to take on a negative spin. Always try to stay positive because i only have to look back from where i came from to where i am now and there's a lot to celebrate yeah. so every day is a celebration of life for me
0: yes so what okay wow that's i'm so happy for you i'm i am so happy about your story because we all face something and at times we get told some stuff that we're just not ready for but when you can go through the darkness, because going through the darkness is where you learn so much about life, and it teaches you the experience, right? And it teaches you how to teach others on how to deal with what you have gone through. And by mm-hmm. th- gone through that, you can tell your story, and by you telling your story, it just help someone else because they see themselves in your story and if you can stay focused and the main thing of that of knowing that you will and can overcome anything that you're faced with today and overcome that you become unstoppable you start looking at the world differently and yourself and your mindset does change either you, we all have two choices in life we can we can either move ahead or we can go backwards and stay stuck in the past and that's boring it's a dark place there so when you have a chance to move forward and make that change right and say hey this is what i'm going to do this is what you will do and who you will become like you said you were a business coach you went from being a business coach to now helping people that has that's facing trauma that's huge. So
1: what, what made you decide on that? I I've always had a pastoral passion to help people. And I remember when I went to the hospital during COVID, I hardly saw anybody. And then after COVID, I began to see people and I began to see children. Cancer doesn't discriminate. It does not discriminate it does not discriminate. I began to see people, I began of all ages, all nations, and I would sit and speak with them. And I just knew there was a calling on my life to work, that the Lord showed me, this is where I wanted you to be. And even now, I still have some natural pain management. When I go to the hospital, I always sit down and if someone's on their own, I say, hi, how are you doing? How's your day? Can I buy you a coffee? You know, and there's many an experience that I've learned. I've lost some of my best friends to cancer last year. And I want to impact people's lives and help them. I want to say, look, I've been there. I've worn the T-shirt, but I want to share that T-shirt of victory with you.
0: So what do you do now that you have overcome the battle? What is life like for you today? What are the activities? What are things that you do now that you didn't do before?
1: Well, for three and a half years, I didn't do much. Obviously, England was hit by COVID very differently to the usa we were locked down we couldn't go out i couldn't get the physio couldn't go to the gym couldn't do any of the rehab that i should have so now i'm back in the gym wanting to lose the excess weight working on me making me a priority i'm a priority my healing journey is that i have to become the priority in this to be able to help others, so I go to Aquafit, I go to the Hydro Pool. Um, I just got a personal trainer looking at my diet, yeah. so I'm excited. I'm going on my first holiday in three and a half years to Barbados at the end in October. So I'm celebrating, I'm celebrating everything I can celebrate. Yes,
0: yeah, absolutely, I love that. Because, oh, and I'm sorry to hear about your friend. I, I know that one thing that we must do is we have to continuously move forward in life and do the things that make us feel good, right? Mm-hmm. You're doing yeah. it that make us feel good. You're working on yourself. You're swimming. You are watching what you eat now. You're doing things to make you happy. You're going to take a vacation now. And you're helping others. And you're continuously working on yourself because you said every day is a celebration you're celebrating your life because you want to be a victor you want to have a victorious story like to have a victorious story to to say it's victory i'm here I, you did not want mm-hmm. to say i'm gonna lose this battle or or hold on to what the doctor had told you because a lot of people can hold on to the negative and not reverse yeah. and say no that me and my higher power, we're going to do this together. And no one, no man, no one can tell me that it's over for me. You see? So I just love the fact that you held on to your highest highest power, the higher power, the most high, and you went within and you did not give up. You did not let those words of that doctor tell you. He don't know if you can make it or not, but you said to yourself, Oh no! I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have it. My story is gonna be, be victorious. It, it's gonna be vic- victory over here for me. And that's yeah. the thing that, ladies and gentlemen, you want to hold on to. When you're, when you're told something, hold on to what your belief system is. And if yeah. you don't have one, hold on to someone else's that. But that that has what you know that can feed you that greatness that fuel you with greatness and pump you up with nothing but the best because that's how you get through the battle of life is doing things that way right so tell us if someone is going through this today what would be your message for them Karen
1: my message is hope believe you can get through it one day at a time be encouraged by other people's story who have made it and reach out, talk to people that you trust. Tell them how you feel. Let that mental downness be released. Let people speak in to your life and say, you can do this. And I remember when the Dr. Tommy had stage floor, I, I, the first thing I said, he's not talking to me. I'm not accepting that. And that's what went straight in my mind. I'm not accepting that. And I would say to anybody, you know, there are going to be difficult times. There are going to be hurdles that you're going to have to get over. There are days when you're not going to be happy. But think about the days of joy. Reward yourself. Every day is a celebration. Every day you get up just be thankful that you woke up be thankful that you can walk be thankful that you can talk be thankful that you can breathe be thankful that you can see smell speak laugh because not everybody gets up wow and i know that
0: people you know a lot of times they start really getting depressed because they start thinking financial uh, my financial problems i can't afford to be off work i can't afford to do this i can't afford to do that but you'll figure it out there's always a way that you will make it through you will get through the storm don't worry about what you have to do the first thing is you getting yourself well and the times yeah. that you're in the times Karen, too, this is what i want you to speak about a little bit the times that you are in pain the times that you are feeling like you just you don't think that you get hold on like, oh man, maybe I should just leave here because the pain is so hard. What do you do for that? How do you keep going?
1: Well, you cry because you've been given emotions. You release them. You get a grip on your mind because your mind is so powerful. And you start to visualize where you wanna be. I remember the first time that I tried to get out of the bed and I was like, nobody's gonna help me, I'm gonna do this. I remember getting out of the bed and holding onto the wall. And as I walked holding onto the wall, it was one step at a time. And that's what I would say, it's one step at a time. One step at a time. It doesn't matter if you fall, you get up. If you fall, you get up. If you fall, you get up. And you keep getting up until you don't fall no more.
0: Wow. I love it. That's what you have to do in times like like times. As, as if you're facing these times today, you just keep falling and getting right back up, right? Because mm-hmm. in life, we go through the trials and we go through the tribulations of life. And sometimes we're up. Sometimes we're down, but if yeah. you can get up hey, you know that you've made it, right? And so do not let anything that you may be facing today take you so far down that you can't see yourself getting back up. It's a state of mind. And always know that if you do land on your back, And you can look up, you can get up. And that's my Les Brown. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to let Karen go ahead and share with all of us her information so that you can contact her if you would like someone to coach you and someone to speak to for some advice. You can reach Karen at, you want to give them your information, Karen?
1: Yeah, you can reach me on Facebook at Karen Gosine, just rebuilding the website at the moment, but you can reach out to me. Um, I've got a VA that works for me. So if I don't answer you straight away, and I just wanted to end with this, if you don't mind. When you think about what a butterfly goes through, it goes through that ugly stage as a chrysalis. But when it's in full bloom, it's the most beautiful thing, unique. You could ever want to see delicate, beautiful and flies and it has a free spirit so the journey might begin ugly but the freedom comes at the end
0: that's beautiful and it's true i i, I know that so many people can relate to that because it is true just it, it might be ugly in the beginning but if you hang in there it sure blossoms to some. it grows into yeah. something Beautiful, yeah, and that's how it is in life. We go through some really rough stages, and we will continuously go through some stages in life. But it's yeah. about that how we overcome those stages, the yeah. outcome of it, who we become, by, by what we go through. And so it it makes it makes something of you. So if you can hang in there, and know that you are the one the chosen one and you can make it through the storm because the higher power says so and you look around at this beautiful world this beautiful earth right and look at all Mm -hmm. the trees and everyone that's in it you know there's something greater than what we just have here right so always know and go to your higher power and go within and stay there and you'll get through it it's 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 something that's written and it's a known fact. Your state of mind will get you through it all. So stay there, positivity, mind strong, working on yourself, mm-hmm. crying if you have to, resting, knowing, eating well, and you'll even if you can't eat right now, you'll be able to eat again. But do the things, drinking sure right, do the things that the protein that you need. Do the things that you need to do to, and get up and move. Try as one step at a time. Don't just lay there, but get up and move. Because what you don't use, you lose, okay? Mm. We send you with love, peace, and blessings. Ms. Karen, is there anything else that you would like to share?
1: No, I just want to say it's been an amazing time. And I'll be praying for everyone who's going through this journey. And even if you just want to reach out and to me on Messenger, I will always answer you with a word of encouragement.
0: Your name on Messenger is, what's your name on Messenger, Karen, so that they know?
1: Karen sign.
0: All right, that's how you can find her. And it's, you can see it at the end, uh, I mean, at the bottom of the screen. And find her on Messenger if you would like to reach out to her for anything, okay? And she will return your message. Karen thank you so much for coming on thank
1: you so much for having me it's been an honor
0: yes it has been beautiful I'm so happy that I had you on the show ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in please follow and like this page I am you can follow me at rag motivate on Facebook I have a page there and that's a page where you follow follow the homeless community where I go out there and I work with the communities. also You can follow me at Weekly Motivations, the podcast, and you can follow me on Facebook as well as Boorag. I send you with love, peace, and blessings, and thank you so much for tuning in. Enjoy.